and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany, and I'm joined here by my boathouse-loving husband, Tony. This week on the podcast, we're talking all about one of our absolute favorite parts of Walt Disney World, and that is Disney Springs. If you're new to vacationing at Walt Disney World, you may be wondering, what is Disney Springs? Or if you've been before, you may be like, yes, I love that place. Let's get into it. So we're going to start by kind of catching everyone up to speed on what Disney Springs is, share some fun facts you may have never known, and talk all about our favorite things to do and our tips there. You ready to get started? Yep, let's break it down. So one of the things we've always wanted to do on the podcast is kind of like share like little hidden known secrets and stuff like that. I texted Tony this week when I was preparing to do this uh, podcast for us. And I was like, I am totally nerding out on all of these facts. So if you don't know, Disney Springs is Walt Disney World's shopping, dining, and entertainment complex. And it spans over 120 acres. Part of that acreage is like a lakefront area, which is actually the body of water that is known as Lake Buena Vista. It first opened in 1975 as Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village, then it transitioned to Walt Disney World Village then Disney Village Marketplace, then Downtown Disney, and lastly became known as Disney Springs in 2015. The complex was originally built as an outdoor mall, and then it transformed to an entire district that was kind of meant to keep guests, and there were supposed to be residents that were living on Disney World property, which is a whole huge thing that I'm super excited to want to learn more about. But basically, the concept of Disney Springs, Michael Eisner was like, hey, we should, well, it was before Michael Eisner, but they were like, we should keep people from going to downtown Orlando and keep them on Disney property. How can we do that? And Disney Springs was the solution for it. So today, Disney Springs is home to 98 shops, 68 dining locations, and 22 attractions. There's no admission to get into Disney Springs, so it's popular for both locals and guests. And you can take transportation from any Disney resort over to Disney Springs. That's something I get asked by my clients a lot. Like, how can I get to Disney Springs? The, um, you can take tra- most resorts. It's uh, bus transportation unless it's, what, the Port Orleans Resort. So I can't take Skylar. No. It's, I can't take <laughs> No. Um, the Port Orleans Resort or, or Saratoga Springs or Old Key West are the only resorts that offer boat transportation over there. You can also walk from um, Saratoga Springs or Old Key West Resort. Or you can Uber from anywhere in the world. Yes, or you can Uber. And we've done that before, but it's not my favorite. I just love the buses. Um, and But a few. You want to know some fun facts about Disney Springs? I do. Good, because I got them for you. Um, in 1989, Disney was trying to capitalize on the idea that Disney World wasn't just for kids. So they opened a section of Disney Springs that became known as Pleasure Island. At Disney, everything is a story. So there's like this whole backstory behind it that they that they created, the Imagineers created. And what Pleasure Island was, was a section of like nightclubs that guests would pay admission to enter into. And each night at midnight, there was a New Year's Eve celebration and fireworks that took place. It was popular until the early 2000s. And then... Attendance started to decline to the area, so Disney was trying to do all these different things to kind of, like, keep the area afloat, basically. 
Um, they took away admission costs to it and everything like that. But then like local teenagers were just hanging out in these nightclubs and they were like, yeah, that's not going to work. So um, they ended up eventually dismantling Pleasure Pier and that area of um, Disney Springs is now what is known as the landing section today, which is where we hang out a lot. But that's where a lot of like Disney Springs is. Um, Disney Springs is also a home to the largest Disney store in the world. The world of a Disney it is 51,000 square feet. So it's bigger than our house. <laughs> like you could fit... 26 of our houses inside world of disney and i feel like every time we walk into world of disney we're like oh my gosh stimulation overload you know so starting at disney springs yeah we go to disney springs on our entry day to florida we typically go to the boathouse eat dinner and we make the rest of the night at disney springs yes typically and we also um, we, I always like buy a new pair of ears at Disney Springs at first Yeah, but one of the main reasons we go there is for that store. For which store? Uh, the World of Disney store? Yep, World yeah, World of Disney store, because they have, I wouldn't say everything, I mean, it's just, it's just a different experience, and they're going to any kind of store in any of the parks, because it's just so huge. Yeah, Disney Springs, it's like hard to equate it to anything else. Like, if you live in a metropolitan area, you could say it's, it's... Similar to a nice shopping center, but it's got those Disney touches to it. Of course, there's World of Disney throughout. There's also, like, a lot of attractions and entertainment options. And like Tony said, it, that our first trip to Disney in 2020, we went to Disney Springs to watch the football game um, because we were there for Super Bowl Sunday. That was, like, when we flew in. And ever since then, that's just been our tradition. Like, we go – we I don't think we've ever gone to Disney and not gone to Disney Springs the first night. We're creature of habits, and it's a ritual thing for us. Yeah. This for, could be an off-day thing, though, too. A lot of people do this trail. Springs as an off-day or a half-day with a resort day tied into whichever order, but it definitely easily could be one of those. Yeah, I always recommend it to people, like, if you're flying in early, like, consider going to Disney Springs that day, especially if you get to your resort before you can actually check into your room. Just drop your bags at the um, Bell Services. They'll hold them for you, and you can start your vacation if you want to go over to Disney Springs. There's so much to do there. Um, On our last trip, we actually stayed at Saratoga Springs for the first half of our trip, and part of that was just because we wanted to spend more time at Disney Springs. And we golf there. So well, true. That's a tip. Like, if whatever you're doing, you can plan it out to your stay and doing um, split stays for wherever you're doing. So we we showed up and we knew we were going to be golfing. So we stayed at Saratoga and we took the boat for the nightlife, whatever you want to call it, eating dinner at yeah. the boat to Disney Springs. And then we, I think we, where did we transfer after that? Split stay to? We um, went to Beach Club. Beach Club. So then, because we were going to be in Epcot. We wanted to, so, like, that's a huge pointer, like. Stay where you want to be around the first couple. You don't have to stay at the same resort and different transportation every time. Right. And so, and like Disney Springs is just like, it's this area. You can spend an entire day there. You could go there and spend. There's going to be um, different things from like your home. Like there's a Lululemon store there. There's, they've got a movie theater. Yeah, they've got a movie theater. If you want to watch a movie in the middle of the day, you want to watch a Christmas movie when it's out. 
One of my things that I want to do at Disney Springs that we haven't gotten to yet, like Tony said, there's a movie theater there and that it's an AMC theater. And of course they show all of the Disney premieres, but like it's way cooler to watch it at the movie theater at Walt Disney World. And I think that they typically have like, I think for um, Haunted Mansion's premiere, I think they rolled out like the purple carpet instead of like the red carpet for the Haunted Mansion premiere. It's always really fun. We've just created so many memories from Disney Springs. And some people, some people have asked me in the past, like, is Disney Springs just a place that you go to spend your money? Well, of course, it's a shopping and dining district, but you could walk through there. There's a Lego store there. Um, There's always live entertainment. Yeah, there's live entertainment that goes on all day long. There is, there's so much more to do than just shop and dine. One of our favorite places to hang out at is Dockside Margaritas, like on the patio out there. Um, We'll just like grab a drink or sometimes we'll just grab water. And there's usually someone who's playing like, um, I'm blanking on the name, not Michael Bolton, but like, he's playing cover. cover. A lot of cover. Yeah. He's playing a lot of cover. Like they're playing a lot of cover music. That's really fun. There's it's, also, a lot of, it's a lot of local hangout, too, for sure. Right. One of our tips on going to Disney Springs is if you can, go to Disney Springs during the week. Because on the weekend, a lot more locals, like I said, since there's no admission to get in or anything like that, that's where a lot of locals will go on the weekend. Another one of our cool places to hang out is the Polite Pig. Oh, we love Polite Pig. Which we've never actually had a full dinner at, really, but they have a really cool, it's the whiskey bar. It's a whiskey bar and a barbecue restaurant. Whiskey bar and barbecue. Um, right next to that's right at the kind of the entry of where you have all your kind of like your main the shopping little aisle. They have Columbia and uh-huh. all your kind of stuff you see at your noble malls or right. shopping. Center, but it, it's just, it's still cool. Something yeah, different. Polite Pig actually is a um, restaurant that has the michelin um that has like won the michelin um the michelin star awards in the past and is an amazing barbecue restaurant as people from texas i was skeptical of us going to the polite pig because i was like we have barbecue at home on every barbecue single corner. Barbecue Mexican food, it gets <laughs> a higher standard. Yeah. We got Tex-Mex, but like, you know, we know what's good. Yeah, and but going to Polite Pig, Polite Pig is actually located in Town Center. Going to Polite Pig is, it, it was so good. And I I don't know, like you can get a, like just a whole plate full of their sides. We've gotten their Brussels sprouts before, I believe, like their caramelized Brussels we sprouts. We'll get like a... You can order a drink outside and not even sit anywhere. So you order, right. order a drink and just walk around or an appetizer on the on the patio and just walk around. You don't have to go sit anywhere or anything fancy. Yeah, and if you so play pig is a is a did you mention that it was quick service restaurant? Um, in my own terms. <laughs> so Polite Pig is a quick service restaurant. If you have the Disney Dining Plan for 2024, it's actually one of the locations that is on the Disney Dining Plan as a um, quick service credit. I highly recommend going there. We've gotten the um, caramelized um, Brussels sprouts in the past. They have like barbecue meatballs. Um, You can get a whole plate full of just their sides. Like I said, their um, barbecue waffle fries are really good. We also like too because like Tony said, Polite Pig is on the corner near kind of where the shopping ends. And I believe that's the Lime Garage that's right there. there, it's a great place just to sit and people watch. And so we've grabbed a drink before, had appetizers, and just sat out there and watched people walk by. So like the variety of 
Disney Springs, like you can take your kids there and you can go to Chicken Guy and still basically right. Have, it's not McDonald's style, but Chicken Guy is way better than that. But just to say, you can have as cheap or as expensive food as you want there. So yeah, you can have Chicken Guy all the way up to like a Chef Art Smith like brunch. Yeah, which is like a kind of like a more like upscale type of you know your your more fancy brunch and deviled eggs type of thing like that so you can have like as fancy or cheap as you want there yeah so when we went to disney springs the first time we ate at boathouse and that's where we eat every single trip that's our tradition we go to boathouse the first night of our trip with all of that said right now when i'm looking at like flights for us to fly to disney in february like we wouldn't land until 7 30 which obviously is not optimal with infants to then turn around and go to disney springs so maybe like changing a little bit for us. Maybe we'll go that next day. Um, Maybe an afternoon adventure. Yeah, but we um, typically start our trip at eating at Boathouse. We've never missed eating at Boathouse. I was telling Tony before we up, like before we started recording the podcast, I said, I have a hot take for you, but I don't want to share it until we get it on the podcast. I think that we should maybe consider conceding our reservation at the boathouse this trip to go to Chef Art Smith's. The- I'll do it. I want to eat there. No, but okay. Tony says that right now on the podcast. But in the past, I would be like, hey, these are the dining reservations I think we should make. And let's go to Chef Art Smith's instead of boathouse. And he's like, no way. All, all things considering the factors involved in the future, it'll be way more enjoyable. Why? Our family's Dublin. Oh, true. Yeah, I just think boathouse is not probably ideal unless you're maybe sitting outside or. The boathouse is definitely like boat. So the boathouse is a considered a signature restaurant at Walt Disney World. If you have the dining plan, it's gonna be not spruce to me, but it's a little more. It's a little more fancy. Yeah, it's gonna be a two. It's gonna be a two um, table service credit meal. The boathouse is amazing, and the boathouse is definitely very kid friendly. I've we've seen kids there every time we've been, but. We've never been to Chef Art Smith's. One of the things about it is I'm like, it's Southern food and we can get that again anywhere here. But I was watching a vlog the other day and the girl was from the South and she was like, even if you're from the South, you should still eat at Chef Art Smith's. Like, do not pass that up. And I was like, okay, maybe you've got me. One of our other favorites is right next door. They have live music right next door. But then next door to that is Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar, which Mm -hmm. they usually show up to at least once every trip. If not for their... Kind of adventurous drinks and something different. The last time we had their pretzel. Yeah, it was board. the um, air cargo pretzel and it was so good. So basically like a charcuterie board and the outside, the whole thing is basically a pretzel you can eat. Yeah. And um, you can watch like Tip go on the outside in the patio and have that. And there's usually the bars open outside and you can mm-hmm. watch the music at the same time. Again, if you're with kids, like w- when we take like our girls with us, obviously we're probably not going to be sitting outside because it's not necessarily like as like table friendly, like the tables aren't like, um, aren't as spaced out and stuff like that. But they do have some tables on the back patio. Like Tony said, you can still hear the music from, you're just not going to be right along the, um, walkway to like watch the music, but you'll still hear it. That entire area of Disney Springs is the landing section, which used to be known as Pleasure Pier, Pleasure Island. So you've got the boathouse over there. You've got the Jock Lindsay's. We've never, we've never been into. 
What? Which has a mile long line in another, <laughs> another location outside <laughs> of <Gideon's laughs> Yeah, house. Gideon's Bakehouse. The famous. I think everybody thinks this guy is just in, just in Disneyland. What? Gideon's. It's not at Disneyland. I mean, Disney World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't realize that Gideon's is actually actually has another location in Orlando. And every single time you go, we go, Gideon's is known for their like famous, I believe they're half pound cookies. And they um, change up the flavors. They usually have like, they have like their staples, of course, like chocolate chip and stuff like that. But they also have different seasonal um, cookie flavors that they come out with. And we go and the line is like two hours long. And Tony and I just stand outside. I'm not going to eat it anyway because it's not gluten-free. But Tony would eat it. And we stand outside and we like, we're like, ooh, ah, because these people are waiting in line. Like typically they have a virtual queue, just like a ride. And um, it just depends on the lines. But then people are waiting in line forever to go into Gideon's. I'm sure that the cookies are amazing. I'm not dissing them. But if you have your heart set on going to Gideon's, I would consider looking up Gideon's Bakehouse, Orlando, and go to their location off property because you can just get in and get out and get the same cookie. It's just one of those, everybody wants to try it regardless. Yeah. You got to do it. It just, they have, it, everything rotates or stuff that you're not, you know, your typical cookie place isn't going to carry and it's just something cool to cool right. say, we got a picture and we got a really good cookie. The inside experience I've heard is absolutely amazing. Um... But yeah, it just depends on like how you want to spend your day. If you are doing a full day at Disney Springs, that's something that I would consider maybe like going and hopping on like the wait list for it or the virtual queue for it and then kind of going about your day and going back over there like that'd be a really good idea. They um they also have cold brew um at Gideon's. Of course, Joffrey's also has like a full service like coffee shop there. You can get coffee. You can get a latte actually with like your face on it or like your dog's photo on it or something like that. And it's like a 50 cent upcharge. So you could do something like that. You like Tony and I have said you really can spend an entire day at Disney Springs. And we've purposely flown in one one time we flew out of Texas at like, I don't know, it was like 530 in the morning and it was during COVID. So we had to change planes. And then we landed in Orlando Went to Caribbean Beach. Remember, that was like a marathon travel day. But we did it all because we wanted to have more time at Disney Springs. For us, it's always worth it because it's like it's it's a relaxed off day. Yeah. Hang out. You're not just rushing through a park. Genie Plus all day right. long. And it's like kind of a little stressful. You're just kind of chilling, walking around, eating, drinking. Disney Springs. Shows, it's whatever. just this environment that like we get there and I'm like. We're here we're here like nothing else matters i think my mom called one time when we were at disney springs to tell me that they like there was ice or something in texas and she wanted to know if we want to check on our we house and we we're like we don't care we're like sitting outside of the boathouse right now it is like 70 degrees i'm sipping on a moscow mule and like life is good okay anything he wants to do no we don't care <laughs> Our thank you for not, concern, being concerned. That's what I have insurance for. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you for being on. concerned. But there's so many fun entertainment um, opportunities too. Over at the boathouse, you can rent an amphicar, which is a um, an old fashioned like 1950s, 1960s like classic car that can go out into the water. Um, that you ride in. Yeah, that you ride in. You of course have a driver. They're not going to let you drive it out on the lake, but. 
um, you get to ride in it and take a tour around the lake. You can also do um, a hot air balloon ride. It's like tethered to the ground. It still goes up about 200 feet in the air, though. It, depending on the weather, that one's sometimes not going. But Right. But another thing we've done is we've been in Splitsville for a, a Super Bowl game, too. So it's a bowling alley. It's a two-story bowling alley, and that thing is pretty big, wide variety of food, and you can bowl, lots of TVs. I think it's outdoor as well, maybe? Yes, they have an outdoor, like an outdoor patio area as well. They have your, kind of your, I wouldn't say typical, they got things from nachos, and I believe they have sushi in there, a little bit of everything, but that's another thing, you can spend almost half a day just hanging out in there, so I mean, that's bowling and... Yeah, and there's also Raglan Road, um, which is a Irish pub restaurant. We I think we talked about this on the podcast before. Raglan Road um, has they have like live dance shows and everything like that. These are people that are from Ireland, like Irish dancers and everything. It's an amazing atmosphere. Last time when we went there, a lot of people love this restaurant. Um, we have gone before and we've just like grabbed a drink and sat at the bar and had an appetizer. Last trip, we went and we asked to be seated in the main dining area. So they sat us right next to the stage. When they sat us right next to the stage, it was so loud that we couldn't necessarily hold a conversation the same way that we wanted to. But um, I would definitely recommend going to Raglan Road, whether you ask if you want to be seated like in a farther off dining room or something like that. You can still um, hear the show and everything like that. Or you can actually ask to be seated outside and they have live music outside. It's going to be like heavier Irish food. But if you're going like during the cooler time of year or something like that, that could be a really great option. Raglan Road also has a quick service location, which is called Cooks of Dublin. Um, So if you're looking for like if you want Irish food, but you're not necessarily wanting to pay the price of Raglan Road's fish and chips, you can also get it from the quick service stand for a less expensive price. And that's one of my tips about going to Disney Springs is a lot of times you can find um, a restaurant that has a table service location. They may have a quick service version of that, like right next door. Haleo also has that. It's called like Pepe Pepe by Haleo. Um, And that's going to be a Latin American restaurant that you can do the same thing, get some of the same entrees at at the quick service location. Or Morimoto Asia is a Asian food restaurant. Um, and they have a quick service location right outside as well. Yeah, that's one of the ones. Yeah, we definitely. If you're gonna eat dinner, like if yeah, if you're gonna eat dinner in there, I would not go in the main room. Right. And yeah, one of the outer rooms, or what we've done in the past is we come to come after dinner and just had maybe an appetizer to drink at yeah. the bar, watch the show there. Yeah, if you have, like, obviously, if you have kids with you, that's not going to be something. But if you go at an off time, you could get, I'm, I'm pretty lunch, sure, like, they're. Do that dude lunch then. Yeah, and they also have a brunch on the weekends, too. Um, so I'm pretty sure that if you go, they, I think that they're famous for, like, their bread pudding as well. And their gluten free onion rings. <laughs> their gluten free onion rings. Look, I love onion rings. Onion rings don't love me, whether they're gluten free or not. They have them, but they weren't the greatest, I thought. Yeah, Tony, didn't, Tony wasn't as big of a fan of them. Um, but you could go, if you go at like an off peak time, you could just go and ask to get a table and get a dessert and maybe have like some like after dinner cocktails for the adults or something like that. Um, we've noticed and I'm looking at the Disney street right now. It says on the West side, they have food trucks. Now I think they're trying to make a little mini food truck park inside of Disney Springs. 
Usually there's yeah. only like two or three. It's kind of by They've by, added a few more, right? Splitsville over there in that section in House of Blues. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they, yeah, they're trying to make maybe like a little mini food truck park in there. They have Four Rivers Cantina Barbaco food truck. They have Salonger Urban Eatery. So it looks like right now they just maybe have two. Yeah, they, they, um, their food trucks that they've been adding are, they look really good to me. Like if you're just kind of walking around again, if you're doing a whole day at Disney Springs, you could consider like grabbing breakfast somewhere. Um, the, oh, I am blanking on the name of the coffee shop right now that is next to Splitsville. Um, that's, it's got like the donuts and everything there too. So you could go and grab, um, the, like grab breakfast or something like that. Walk around Disney Springs, grab a, something from a food truck and then have a nice dinner. You could truly spend a whole day just like doing all of these like fun different occasions. Um, there's also like Earl of Sandwich and you can grab sandwiches from there. You can also, they also do like breakfast items as well there too. Aaron McKenna's is a completely gluten-free, allergy-friendly bakery that is located in the landing section of Disney Springs. And we have gone there before. We've gotten like baked goods and stuff to take back to our room for our trip, um, just to like enjoy in the mornings for breakfast. They have like coffee cake and different things like that. So if you're someone that's gluten-free, dairy-free, um, I believe that they are um, nut-free as well. You'd have to double check. Um, but they have so many different options for you to choose from. I really feel like Disney Springs just has like, what did they say? They say Disney says for happily whatever you're after. Basically like make it your own adventure over there. Well, that's all Disney. Yeah. I mean, they're going to accommodate everybody just like, <laughs> just, just like food you can get in, no matter what kind of intolerance you have, they can pretty much accommodate everything. Everglades Donuts is the place that I was thinking of. They kind of have like, if you have like any kind of donut um, shop in your hometown that's like, Kind of like the crazy out-of-the-box donuts like with like the Oreos on them or like the Fruity Pebbles and stuff like that. Everglades has that. They also are known for like having great coffees. But um, there's a new place that's opening and it's called Eat. Um, it's by Manit Chihuahuan. I, I'm wow. butchering her last name and I'm so sorry. But it's going to be in the marketplace section of Disney Springs and it's going to be an Indian food location. The other day we were talking about how there's not like a lot of like, I guess there is, there's, there's Moroccan food in Epcot, but like there's not like Indian food anywhere, you know? And that or like, Chinese food. No, Thai food. Thai food. Both. That's, yeah. There's not like a lot of like, um, different options like that. So that's going to be in the marketplace area. Okay, of you can get a slice of pizza to go. Do what? You, the big old slice of pizza. What's the, right next to the kind of balloon. I'm not looking at it, but you can, there's, you can literally get slices of pizza to go. Huge slices of pizza to go. Huge slices of pizza to go. Yep. Look it up. We'll put Blaze it in, pizza? We'll put it in there later. Right I next, don't think it's Blaze. Is it? Right next to the stairs. We always want to go in there every single time. I, oh, like grab, oh, oh, oh. Pizza. Tony is talking about um, going to. If you want a slice of pizza, you Marie can get that and, too. It's Maria and Enzo's, right? Yeah, they usually get about four or five pizzas. And I don't know what else they got there. You can kind of grab and go. You don't get that. No reservation, nothing. Yeah, um, another place that's really fun too, if you're on like an adult trip, is Wine Bar George. We've been there before too. 
Wine bar Jerbs has their hummus there is like amazing. Bring your dollar bills though. <laughs> um, Wine bar George is considered a signature location at Disney Springs, and they are yeah, it's right across from Jacqueline's hangar bar, right across from the boathouse as well. Um, they have a master sommelier there, and it's like an estate style wine bar. So we've gone there before and just grabbed appetizers and grabbed um, a couple of cocktails. That's actually what we did right when we got to Disney Springs on the day that we like arrived as early as possible to kind of spend a whole day at Disney Springs. We treat Disney Springs like Epcot for the most part. Mm-hmm. Even if we have a dining reservation, we still kind of eat or drink around the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disney Springs is like our mini like Epcot like... And it's funner that way because you're just cruising around. You're not just going to see one location. Right. You, just kinda, you don't got to have a full... You, even if you do have a full meal, if you're doing a most, most of a day, you can still have the same thing. Get Another... Appetizer or whatever. They have the eat um, location that's going to be opening in the marketplace section, but they also have Summer House on the Lake, which is going to be opening on the west side of Disney Springs. That's another location that I wanted to try. Um, I think from the concept of it, it seems similar to the boathouse because it's, of course, looking out onto um, Lake Buena Vista, but it says savor California style cuisine and breezy beach vibes at this lively lakeside eatery where summer never ends. Um, There's no official like hard date on when that's going to open yet, but it's going to be um, for lunch, dinner and weekend brunch. They also have an in-house bakery. They have like refreshing beverages the full menu hasn't been released for it yet, but they do have another location, which I believe is in Chicago on like one of on, is that Lake Michigan that's in Chicago? Um, so it looks like it's going to be like another like great spot to go like eat dinner at. If you had to go eat at one place you've never been to yet, where would it be? I think I told you, I think it would be Shop Fart Smith's. Okay, mine's Paddlefish. Oh, dang it. I was thinking about Paddlefish too. decker boat of Paddlefish. So paddlefish, if you do you want to know another fun fact about uh, Disney Springs? Yeah, I do. So <laughs> paddlefish um was originally a paddlefish is a three-story three um steamboat. It's it, it's really? it, no. It was built to replicate a steamboat. When it was built, it was originally known as um, it's not the Lily boat as the Empress Lily. And it was dedicated to Lily and Disney. When Empress, the Empress Lily was opened at Disney Springs, Lily and Disney actually came to Disney Springs, which I think is so cool to know because Walt never got to go, but Lily and Disney did. And I think that that's amazing. Um, as a kid, so I went, autograph something there. I don't know. Me. I'm, I'm sure. sure. Pictures in there somewhere. At the time, so it kind of like went under like different like renovations and stuff. And um, when it first opened, it was like a but it was several different restaurants. My family and I went there for when we went on our first trip. We went there and ate. Um, it was like a like it was it was Goofy's like character breakfast or something where everybody was in like their boat gear, which my brother loves fishing, so we went there for that. So. Um, and it was really fun, but now Paddlefish is a, I believe it's a signature seafood restaurant. It's similar to Boathouse Food, I would just say. Yeah. Seafood, a little more upscale, but it's kind of, I would still say it's family friendly. Yes. Upstairs. One of the things, yeah, one of the things about the Boathouse, 
We have tried to do this on the last two trips and it has not been successful, but we will we'll be. We're trying to sneak on. Um, no. The boat. So you can go. So on the first two floors, um, you need table service reservations. You, most of the time, you could probably just walk in and ask to get on the walk-up wait list unless it's a really crowded day. But on the rooftop, it is like a rooftop restaurant and you actually don't need advanced reservations to get there. So you can have like the lounge menu and they have like lobster corn dogs and different things like that on our September trip. We <laughs> went up there, but they weren't serving anybody because remember it was raining. We just walked on. Yeah. We made our own list. We walked on. We walked we on. It shut down because it was shut down. And it was <laughs> it wasn't open because it was raining. On our last trip, we we couldn't. Yeah, we were like, we're gonna do like a progressive dinner at Disney Springs. Um, so we're like, let's go grab appetizers at the pot at Paddlefish. We walked up there, and like Tony said, it was an event, and it was closed. We thought we were cool till you're not cool and moving on. But that location <laughs> is the boathouse is so much fun. The boathouse is beautiful. Paddlefish, if you want like a rooftop dining experience, I would consider dining there. And trying to dine it, time it around this time of sunset would be amazing. And across the highway is Rainforest. Yes. Which I think everyone kind of knows. You probably have one in your local town. Right. Pretty much the same. And it's we not going to be there, but it's it's definitely definitely kid friendly. I'm sure <laughs> we'll be going there. I've, I've seen some good stuff there. We just haven't been there yet. Um, we'll probably go eat there. I don't know. Never mind. We're not. No, I'm just not as much of a fan of like Tony will eat at Rainforest and then he'll be like, we did, we're just there. yeah, we're just more adventurous eaters. There's nothing wrong with it by any means. Um, if you're in your, if you or your family kind of like to play it more safely with food, then rainforest would be amazing. Um, one of the coolest things about rainforest is the outside of it is a volcano and every, is it every 15 minutes the volcano erupts? I think it, yeah, I think it was every, every 15 you can, Pretty close. you can sit outside and watch the volcano erupt. So we'll go to like Dockside Margaritas and grab um, a drink or just a water and sit and watch the, the performer play. And right behind, like right kind of across the waterway from Dockside Margaritas is Rainforest Cafe. So we can like see like the volcano going off. It's just such a fun atmosphere at Disney Springs. Yeah. Another pro tip, if I may say one. What? It's still like a park. Don't get caught with that what you need in there. Yeah. We showed up one time, didn't have a jacket. It started raining. <laughs> no, we showed so up one sure time with... Make sure you got what you need. We showed up one time without a jacket because somebody refused to pack anything but like shorts and t-shirts to go to Florida and the weather changed on our flight and all of a sudden we were... Um, all of a sudden we were just like caught by surprise. I had a cardigan, but Tony had like, I think he had a fleece, like a fleece jacket and that was it. So we like walked through the shops. That was so still- Disney won again. Why? Because we had to buy one. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> but that was still fun though, because- yeah, the house always wins. It was still fun because like he had to buy something. Um, there's, the there's also a house of blues there. Um, they do like concerts and different things like that. I, I think they do special events cause that's been closed sometimes. They're doing like beanbag toss out there and I, th- I think it's rented out. Of yeah. They have a place called, it's called the front porch. Um, which is kind of like their, like their like quick service location bar area. Um, I've had clients that have booked like, um, bought like concert tickets there. There's also a Cirque du Soleil show. 
that recently opened Disney Springs that we've always thought would be really fun to go to, to do like a date night at or something like that. That's a little bit pricier of an option, but that could be something really fun to do too. So wrapping it up, final thoughts, final suggestion. Perfect day at Disney Springs before and after. Where would you stay and how would you get there? What would you do? <laughs> Shortened version. Okay, perfect day at Disney Springs. I would start out by having a coffee at Joffrey's. Where are you going to stay before you get there? Oh. Does it matter? No, I guess it doesn't matter. But Saratoga Springs, if, especially if you stay in, I believe it's Congress Park, um, you can just walk directly across from to Disney Springs. So that would be really fun. Or taking the boat from like Port Orleans French Quarter, Port Orleans Riverside, grabbing a coffee at Joffrey's. So I guess I've already eaten breakfast. Um, and then walking around shopping. There's so much more than just World of Disney for Disney stores. There's also the Marketplace Co-op, which is so much fun. That's one of my favorite places to walk through. There's so many different things there. Um, there's Trendy. There's uh, Disney Style. Walking around doing so many, doing shopping. And then I think we would eat lunch at... Chef Art Smith's, we'd eat lunch. I saw Star Wars. Brunch? Lunch. Because they only offer brunch on the weekends. I saw... Well, yeah. I guess on the perfect day, it's not the weekend because it's less crowded. Um, Chef Art Smith's or Polite Pig. You're going way more dip than I was thinking. I'm a simple guy. (laughs) And then we're going to walk around, do some more shopping, grab drinks, and like... And like an appetizer at Jacques Lindsay's because that air cargo pretzel is not gluten free, but it is so good. And then we go to the boathouse for dinner. What about you? So being biased, someone we've already done up for golfing, oh. taking the boat over from Saratoga. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably not have eaten something. So we're gonna do a little, we're gonna do a little brunch, maybe a little snack, Jacques Lindsay's. Uh huh. There's going to be live music because we're there. And there's like meatball sliders and stuff there too, so that works. Doing the charcuterie board. <laughs> hang out, cruise around, shop, maybe grab a drink. Dinner? I didn't think of the dinner. I thought of the after dinner. So if we didn't do paddlefish, I'm going to say paddlefish because that's what I would have done. Yet. You want to go eat a paddlefish? Paddlefish, finish the night off, listen to live music, maybe have a drink watching Raglan Road. Oh, Oh, and you know where somewhere that we didn't even talk about, but I would go after dinner is Salt and Straw. Salt and Straw is a ice cream shop, but it's not like your typical ice cream flavors. They have locations over in the Pacific Northwest, um, and they have a location at Disneyland. They also now have a location at Walt Disney World. They have like crazy flavors, like olive oil and rosemary or goat cheese. I like weird stuff like that. But I will say, I tried the olive oil one last time and I was really excited to try it and it wasn't my favorite. But they do have dairy-free options too. Tony loved their dairy-free peanut butter ice cream when we went. So I would finish off the day there. So at the end of the day, we probably only covered half of Disney Springs. Yes. There's a lot. Yes. But just to give you a little taste. Yes. You've been there. Tell us what you think. Tell us your favorites. Tell us your your favorite memories from Disney Springs. One of my favorite memories from Disney Springs is, okay, we'll share each share our favorite memories and then we'll wrap it up. One of my favorite memories from Disney Springs is, I guess it was last trip. I was insistent 
that we got these, like that I got these stony clover princess ears that I had seen on Shop Disney. I could not find them at World of Disney. And everybody was like, oh, I've never seen those before. I don't think there we have them. And I was like, no, you have them. Where are they? And so we went to World Disney. They didn't have them. We went to Marketplace Co-op. They didn't have them. We they went, just didn't know what you were looking we for. We went to, um, it's another store that they sell Dooney and Burke stuff. They didn't have them. We went to Trendy. We went to Disney Style. We went to all these different places. So we were like, I'm dragging Tony all over Disney Springs. Turns out they were back at Marketplace Co-op. I actually believe in the Trendy store, like in a tiny little basket in the back. But that's one of my favorite memories. What's yours? I think that was the same time I was just thinking about when we ate at Boathouse. Was it the same night? Ate outside the Boathouse right next to where the cars go in the water. N- yeah. I had, the, I had the crab cake and I took the picture of the potato. <laughs> the potato, the, potato was bigger potato than his head. We'll post that with a potato the size of my head. Yeah. And we got to just watch the kind of just live entertainment. Right next, we're right at a little small, little skinny strip outside the boathouse eating right there. And we always Listen sit. To music and watching the boats. Yeah, and we always sit watch. and watch the band play and we watch the people dance and we try to pick out who is a local and who is on vacation. Yeah, who's drunk and who's a local. <laughs> yeah. Most time they both. Both the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that is going to do it for this week's episode. But as always, be sure to give us a follow at the Double Dose of Disney fam on both Instagram and TikTok to keep the fun rolling. And please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. That goes so far to help us continue growing our audience. We will see you right back here next week.